So welcome to Mahita Talks. My name is Sherry Altergaard, the Chief Experience Officer of the CX Edge. I cannot think of a better first guest than Ms. Liz Richards, CEO of Mahita. I love the phrase, well, it's an unfortunate phrase, is that our industry is hidden in plain sight. It's everywhere and we wouldn't have all the products that we have if it wasn't for our industry. And it's, a, it's sort of a hidden gem. Um, and we hear the same thing when we talk to students, and that's one of the reasons why we like to bring them to the big trade shows, and we like to bring them to conventions so we can introduce them to such a vibrant industry. I'm so honored today to have Lauren Zach with us. She's the Director of Account Development at Concept Services. You know, visibility is kind of a double-edged sword where you, you know, you might have access to see everything and you might not want to see it all because it's going to definitely poke some holes in your, you know, team's uh, management and how you hold people accountable. But I'd say that's probably the, the biggest, you know, reason why most companies adopt a CRM. Um, but lastly, it's about, you know, return on investment. So, um, you know, that visibility brings uh, an opportunity to validate your investments. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Sherry Shepard. She's a partner at Direct Recruiters. Very often you can have a group of people where one person's negative. I think there is a bigger impact of, of, of a group of people with one person being negative than one person being positive and trying to motivate the rest. I, I do think that culture is very important, that you have to have the fit of someone culturally. You could have the best technical person in the world, but they could just make it miserable for everyone else to come to work. And of course, that comes down to you know attrition. And most people leave because it's because of the people that they're around. Today, we're very honored to have Ryan Avery with us. Ryan is one of the millennial generation's most profound speakers on strategic communication, negotiation, and leadership. A leader manages their team. The leader motivates their team. And that's huge because this old school way of thinking is feeling like we need managers and we don't anymore. People don't want to be managed. You can manage your spreadsheets, you can manage your budget, but not your people anymore. That's a very old school way of doing business and working with your team. 65% of millennials want more feedback. The number one reason why millennials leave is because they don't feel appreciated at work. Over 50% of millennials wouldn't even come to your job if they know that you block social media. I mean, we work longer hours. We are more loyal when you know how to motivate us. Um, there's some really cool things you can do within that generation to get your company to be more profitable, more productive, and to help the, the world. Today, I am delighted to have Milt Tandy with us. He's the president of Wirecrafters and the star of Mondays with Milt. In our marketing plan, we do a lot of work, as I said, with our distributors. And then the other part of the work is probably with social media. That is how we have found to be the best way that we can brand our name. You know, there's been people that have asked, you know, how do you know that Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is really working for you? And I've told them when when you drive down the interstate and you see a billboard for McDonald's, when you go into a McDonald's restaurant, no one is asking you, are you here because you saw our billboard? They just know that it's something they have to do to brand their name. And that's the way we look at it. We, we don't expect to be able to tie 
back a group of purchase orders to social media. But we know that we are branding our name a little bit more. And I am very excited to have Brian Bluff, the CEO of SightSeeker with us today. Take a look at the website. Uh, make sure the website is converting at a, different, at a, at a decent rate. Uh, and the only way to do that is to get Google Analytics installed properly. And we've, we've got, for media members, we have this uh, service we provide. We'll go ahead and take a look at your website for, for no cost. And, and every time we do, we get access to Google Analytics. And I have to tell you, I've never once gone into a site and seen Google Analytics set up properly. And if you can't measure, you can't determine what's working. Okay. So I'd start with a, a baseline for most companies, a baseline, understand how the website's performing, and then drive traffic. And then, the, again, the simplest way um, is, is through a Google Ads program, because you can turn it on today and turn it off tomorrow. Today, I'm very excited for our special guest, Danielle Dahlhauser. She's the Director of Marketing and CRM Integration for MH Equipment Company. Having a successful event is not a marketing so it's not a sole marketing function. I mean, it really does need to involve the local team and the excitement of everybody that is going to be, you know, helping with that event. So making sure that, you know, you're building that camaraderie with uh, the team and making sure that everybody's doing their part to, to help out is really what is going to be key. Today, I'm very excited to have with us Mike Foster. He's an IT best practices and cybersecurity specialist. There's some big data aggregation companies. They had a, a huge breach where the attackers got in. What these data, data aggregation companies do is they gather information on every one of us. Data aggregation companies know where you live, where you work, what routes you take on the way to the office, what your hobbies are, who your friends are. It just They know everything about you, literally. So the attackers, when they broke in, they were able to access all of the information on every one. So you can imagine how much easier it is now for the attackers to target what we call spear phishing people directly because they can say, hey, this is your, your health club. If they know where you go work out and you need mm -hmm. to renew or your account's been compromised, you know, click here or open this attachment. It's all about what you need to know with our new COVID policies. So people are tempted, they think it's real. So they go ahead and click on the link and away they go. And today I'm very excited to have Jim Ripke, president of High Tech Material Handling with us. The danger that, that, that I, I've seen over the years has been people will manage their dealership or their operations to the metric rather than reporting the metric. So in other mm -hmm. words, a lot of people will say, hey, the, the key to us making money is we got to do this or the boss really wants this one you know really strong so we got to do this and usually we do it at the detriment of another metric worse yet we do it to the detriment of the customer you know we're so busy focusing on the data that we forget where the customer falls taking care of the customer is our number one metric Today, I'm very excited to introduce our guest. His name is Will Mayberry. He's a controller of Mayberry Material Handling. Leadership styles, everybody has their own style. And I think that's true for generational differences too. I think that you know each generation has their way of doing it. And, and again, no wrong way of doing it. I just think that you know in today's age, with the shift in workforce, um, being to more millennials in the workforce, they want to be involved. Uh, they want their voice to be heard. And, and they value that. 
Today, I'm very excited to have with us Lori Beth Nix. She's the Digital Marketing Specialist from Doosan Industrial Vehicle Corporation. A brand without personality is just product. So when you look at what a company online, you want to see their personality. And at the end of the day, people still sell to people, and that's important to note. And so if you are just posting your products online with a sell price, there's apps, it's super dry. So coming up with little graphics and, you know, maybe even creating a little mascot, like what happened with us um, with Tiny, you know, there are things that you can do to give your, your product personality and your brand to humanize it. Today, I'm very excited to have with us Andy Levine, co-owner of MHS Lift. Especially when it comes to millennials. I think that's going to be the next great generation. And they want to know and feel that what they're doing is making a difference. And let's face it, we're in the material handling business. It's not like we're, you know, we're not making solar panels or trying to cure cancer. I mean, we're in the material handling business. I think the, our, the millennials and not just the millennials, but all of our associates, they like to know that the, the hard work that they're going to put in, that the, the proceeds of that are going to go to something, that, something that's good. I've been very excited about all my guests so far, but I cannot express how excited I am about our guest today. He's a legend in the material handling industry, Mr. George Prest, the CEO of MHI. So I learned a long time ago that I needed to surround myself with good people. The best example is, is when I started uh, Prest Rack. And I, I knew nothing about manufacturing when I started it. I knew nothing about buying steel. I knew nothing about, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. But I was blessed with the ability to, and part of that came from mentoring from my father and grandfather on how to uh, work with people, how to treat people, to respect people, and to surround yourself with good people and let them do what they're good at. You have made it to our lightning round. These are 10 fun questions. First answer that comes to your head. What is something that a ton of people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of it? I just don't get TikTok. What movie can you watch over and over again without ever getting tired of? Legally Blonde. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I like it. <laughs> My favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber, and it's just because it's so dumb. <laughs> when was the last time you stayed up to four in the morning? About two weeks ago when my kids were in town for the holidays. We sat up and talked till four in the morning. I, I can't even remember the last time I did that. If you were a ghost and could possess people, what would you make them do? Do my laundry, make my bed, <laughs> and, and make my meals for me. Right. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Oh, that is actually probably the hardest question for me. <laughs> I, I love to eat. I'd say my favorite food is probably, uh, probably eggs because I think they're super versatile. And uh, if I'm left to my own devices, I definitely eat breakfast for dinner more than one night a week. If there's a spider in your house, do you kill it or set it free? It depends on the sp what the spider looks like. <laughs> do you like thin crust or deep dish pizza better? Uh, absolutely, no question, New York style thin crust is the only way to go. I grew up in New Jersey, my husband's a Chicago native, and we fight about this all the time. I have yet <laughs> to find good New York style pie cut 
who eats pizza in squares? Pizza should be cut in a pie. That's why it's called a pie cut or pie. <laughs> Definitely thin crust. What is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, well, I spent a lot of time in South Africa, but they did have these grubs, which I looked at them and just thought, mm. oh my gosh. But the person who worked there, which of course lives there, said, you know, you're not respecting my culture. You're hurting my feelings. Give oh. it a try. And you'd be surprised. It was actually really good. It tasted like almonds. I went back for more and I, I don't want to gross out your listeners. I would just <laughs> encourage you to give them, give them a try because I was shocked. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Well, the uh, the high school that I went to, they inducted me into their Hall of Honors. So that was, wow. I was very happy about that. How would your parents describe what you do for a living? <laughs> my sister and I joked about this last week. I honestly don't think my parents know what I do. What is something you really resent paying for? So I thought is being that, a controller would be everything. Is taxes one of those? Yeah, that's what you're saying. All right, final question. What time period would you travel back to if you could? Oh, you know, I had a heck of a good time in the 80s. That would be, <laughs> that would be a good time. But I'm not sure I could survive that again. So, uh... You've been listening to Mahita Talks with Sherry Altergott. We'll see everybody next time. Thank you.